0: Welcome back to Self Love 365, the daily podcast where we explore the concepts and practices of self-love. I'm your host, Lili, and this is day 22. Self-love is not good for marketing campaigns. Well, happy Monday. I'm still drinking my coffee this morning, but I'm just going to go for it because it's Monday and we need to plow forward in our self-love journey. I am excited because it's week four, which is very cool. And we've been doing this, doing it together. So good on us. Um, Last week we talked about the basics of self-love and then we've talked about healthy habits and we've talked about what our motivation for loving ourselves is and just what self-love is in general. And if it weren't for this week and all the coming weeks, then that would be the end of the podcast because... In truth, this podcast isn't as much about self-love, the practice, as as it is about all of the reasons why we don't love ourselves. So that's really, for the most part, what we're going to dig into going forward. And this week, we're going to talk about the, the biggest barriers to self-love. Um, so each day, we'll talk about a different aspect of our culture that is really working against us having a healthy self-love practice. And our mantra for this week is, I'm committed to loving myself. Because one of the things I learned pretty early on in my mindfulness journey is that to live according to values that are my own, and not typical of those around me or of the society at large requires an enormous amount of stubbornness basically which if you know me you know comes naturally to me so i put that to work in my favor and i decided i was going to be stubborn about staying true to my own values and that really is going to assist me and does assist me as well when we're talking about loving ourselves, when I'm talking about loving myself. Um, so I chose this mantra for you so you could kind of hop on board the stubborn train and solidify your commitment, but also daily remind yourself that this is what you're committed to. Um, Remember, mantras need to be true. So if you're not actually committed, it's probably not gonna do its job. But if you are committed, you still need the reminder. We still need the the verbal encouragement. And um, as always, I encourage you to put it in your phone um, as an alarm, a daily mantra alarm. Hang it up, write it on your mirror Hang it in your car from the rear view mirror. Um, Do put it somewhere where you'll see it every day. And it will do its job. So, in case you didn't know, self-love is not good for marketing campaigns. Imagine a world in which everyone loved themselves fully, authentically, truly, The way we're discussing. And then put that against, you know, capitalism. Which encourages us to buy things we don't need most of the time. um, Or to spend more money than we can afford many times. Or put that against advertising. Which is the backbone of capitalism. Advertising up against self-love. Guess what? Advertising doesn't work on me if I fully love myself, because I'm making my own decisions, remember? Um, It can work as, hey, did you know about this thing? And then I go research it and see whether or not I actually want it. But that's not the intention of advertising. Advertising, in general, um, the industry, anyway, was set up to trick people, specifically women, into buying things. In case you didn't know, um, put self-love up against social media. Social media is all about new, what's next, what's trending, who's hot, who's influencing. And um, while I'll disclose that I participate in, in some aspects of social media, but on the whole, all of these things... Um, capitalism being the primary thing are what I would rope into a shallow culture. actually they're they're not the shallow culture they they work in favor of a shallow culture because we'll come back to these examples actually throughout the week. Um, because the things that are most prevalent in our lives are the things that influence us the most, right? So whatever type of barrier we're talking about, we can compare it to advertising, um, popular television, social media, our friend circles, um, what's whatever's trending. Uh, what the kids are into these days, we can talk about how all of that relates to whatever barrier we're talking about. So today, we're, it's, it's self-love versus a shallow culture. And I think um, <clears throat> shallow culture is both what's on the surface of many of the problems or challenges our society faces, but at the same time, it's... It's also what's driving all of the other aspects of our culture that make loving ourselves difficult. So if I buy into shallow culture, then, um, some things I might do is, you know, um, buy something I don't need, um, I might talk about someone behind their back, gossip. I might only read for pleasure and not to learn. I find most often when I myself am buying into shallow culture, I begin to just disbelieve that anything is important. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but I become very cynical. Shallow culture to me is cynical culture. I was cynical for so long because I think that was my way before I loved myself and understood myself and got to know myself. That was my barrier that I put up against the shallowness that I saw around me that I wasn't comfortable with, but I didn't have a good way. I didn't have... A, um, an antidote to the shallowness, so I became a cynic, and I was sarcastic. Everything was jokeable. I could make fun of anything, because nothing was important. I couldn't believe in anything. It all seemed shallow, which of course wasn't the case and isn't the case now. That's just a veneer. But There are many, many, many things happening that are important, there are ways I can participate in economy that are not shallow. Um, For example, one of the things I've made it a point to do, particularly since um, the death of George Floyd and the Black Lives movement, is by products that are made by black women, or that are made by women of color in general, And so that's me being part of the economy. That's me supporting local. And that's me, you know, taking whatever money the government sends our way due to this pandemic and putting it into back into the economy. But I'm also steering clear of what I see as a shallow culture. Um, So how does this work with self-love? Um, the antidote to shallow culture when you're trying to love yourself is to, to go deep. Okay. Um, is to get grounded because as long as you are grounded in your body and you are settled in your mind and spirit, then you're not going to be tricked. And the wool cannot be pulled over your eyes. My sister, I don't know if she still does this or not, but she used to, when we were working together, if she was feeling particularly um, sort of airy, which would be a symptom of shallow culture, or particularly um, easily swayed one way or the other, she would just sit on the ground and, and... she would do this at big conferences we went to. She would do it in meetings we were having together because it was her way of getting grounded. And let me tell you, if that's what works for you, sit your ass down <laughs> because you need, to, you need to get a strategy that is sort of an immediate reminder to you that like, hey, I'm the one in control here. I'm the one making my decisions. So before you get to that, um, like, how am I going to make this decision? What are my values? Do I really need this? Yada, yada, yada. All the questions. First, you have to get grounded. So it can be something quick, like sitting down. It could be a certain song you turn on. You need a getting grounded trigger to try to reframe a very unlikable word. Um, so, so the goal is for us to be intentional In our self-love practice and not shallow which means we need to be asking a couple important questions what do I really want in this moment and and uh, how and where am I going to get it we already know we're the ones giving it to ourselves so we don't have to ask that question and then in order to help us answer those questions we need a get grounded trigger okay digging in the dirt Awesome, get grounded trigger. It works, okay? It works. That's why kids do it because they live in the moment. They don't care if their fingernails get dirty. They don't care if they get dirt on their pants, on their overalls. They just dig in the dirt. So that's a really good strategy. I do it all the time. Another thing I do, you've already heard that I do actually enjoy rearranging my furniture. It was part of my childhood story that I've hung on to that actually brings me joy, as much as it might annoy the people that live in my house, I like to rearrange furniture. And I've realized that that actually does bring me closer to my house, which is a form of getting grounded for me. It brings me back into the moment of, why did I buy this piece of furniture? And, you know, So it's not just about; it is about changing my view and newness, and it's a cheap and easy way, in my opinion, to have a whole new living room or whatever. But it's also there's also an underlying benefit that when I walk through my living room after I've rearranged the furniture, I remember what I loved about it when we first moved in or bought the house, and. And Or I have certain memories that, are, um, that come to mind when I see this new furniture arrangement. Or I remember, oh yeah, I love that chair. Why don't I ever sit in that chair? Because it was off in a corner and it wasn't convenient and now it is. So for me, that's a really good way of getting grounded. And that is also a form of nurturing. So is digging in the dirt and really so is sitting on the ground because you're nurturing your body. Um, Walk around barefoot is a very good way to reconnect to the land. It's a good time right now because it's warm. Walk around barefoot or go out in the rain. Um, Watch a sunset. Okay, Any connection you can make with nature is a way to be grounded. I'm going to guess that you can guess your action item for the day, which is to... Give yourself a get-grounded trigger. Is it okay if I use that word? I don't know. Tell me another word. Um, but plan an activity for this week and the remainder of your self-love practice, which for me is the rest of my life, where if you're feeling heady or influenced or shallow or confused or not grounded this is the thing i do okay you just need to pick one thing for now maybe later on some other things will come up all right as always i would love to know your strategy tell me in person send it to my email um or you can reply to the tweet that i'm going to send out later today that reminds you of the action item. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. Thanks for listening to Self Love Three Six Five, and thanks to Henry Liu for our original music, and Jesse Lieber at Little Legends Design for our custom graphics. Also, many thanks to our Twitter followers at Three Six Five underscore Self, and our readers at Three Hundred and Sixty Five Days of Self Love. Dot com.